chapter 20, verse 20, Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 20. Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 20 has been our anchor scripture for the month of February. And I want to thank God for the testimonies and all that the Lord has done for his children and all that he will continue to do. The Bible says they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tokyo. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established and believe his prophet, so shall ye prosper. You will prosper. Amen. I say you will prosper. Amen. Amen. Believe the Lord your God, then you will be established, and then believe his prophet, so shall ye prosper. And then the first thing is to believe the Lord, and then you get established. And that means that you are rooted and grounded. You have a firm foundation. And that talks about you standing as a, a tree with roots and uh, uh, and the root are all over, and the winds blow, and the storm of life, and things happen, adversities, and you are still standing. Believe the Lord, you are God, and then you shall be established. And I want everyone to understand that it's not first to look for prosperity. What you are looking forward is to be established, first of all, be established in righteousness, be established in the work of the Lord, be established with God and have a firm foundation. A sister just gave an amazing testimony. What happened some years ago when the husband went home and came back and they was looked sick and the Holy Spirit quickened her to say, let us rushed to the hospital and as he went there with the prayer of the people the lord saved the husband and once he says he said i could have been a widow but my children will have been fatherless and that clicked in my spirit so we serve an awesome god because i was there i knew what was going on It was just like a child play. Came to North Carolina. My first arrival was Birmingham, Alabama. And so when I stayed in Birmingham, I came down here because my brother was he's still here. I mean, it was here, it was then. And then I came in to stay with to stay with him. And then we began to have some fellowship around here in the church. And then the Lord quickened me to travel to Philadelphia. By then, I have already connected to not Elder Chris, to the sister, Sister Caroline. And Sister Caroline connected me to Elder Chris. Uh, we were not friends anywhere because, you know, since coming back from Nigeria, then you are not 
very familiar with them. They were in a high level. So I was in a lower class. So we don't, we don't meet together. I only meet with Sister Caroline. We talk, we pray because Sister Caroline happened to be a prayer warrior. So we keep on praying. And so one day the Lord just put me in at a Christ's house to pray. And then we had a fellowship. A brother conducted it and gave me opportunity to share. That was how we click together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And when we click together, you know, that Chris wasn't clicked spiritually, but it was the sister, because the sister was looking for everywhere that this brother would serve the Lord. And then when we clicked together and the Lord put us together, we started serving the Lord together. And it became a testimony of so many testimonies what the Lord has done. So the first things that we should look for is how to be established. Amen. Amen. Young people who are just getting married, don't look for anything. Look for how you can establish the foundation of your marriage in God. That is the first issue. Because this thing called enemy, Satan, never rested. And it will not rest. There is no aim that the enemy will say. It's always at war with the believers. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So don't look forward to how to enjoy life, how to make my life enjoy, enjoyable, uh, do everything that I need to do. I, I'm not after God. Look for that word established. That is the key. Amen. Amen. Once you get that done, the Bible says, in righteousness thou shalt be established. And then you shall be far away from the power of darkness. So once you are established in righteousness, the devil becomes just like a soccer, a football. You kick the devil left and right because he will be far away from you. Amen. So in this message, we have been looking into the storm of life. The storm of life, the storm of life, and we've been talking about the storm of life delivers solution to the storm of life. And then we move in from believer's solution to the storm of life to the eight key point solution to the storm of life. The eight key point solution to the storm of life. And we realize that there are eight key points when the when the Jehoshaphat called Judah to come together, and the Bible says, as they rose early in the morning and went forth to the wilderness of Tupia, Jehoshaphat made announcement, believe the Lord, you are God. At this time, the enemy has surrounded the whole place. At this time, the devil is ready to strike, and he made an announcement, believe the Lord, you are God. Uh, they have been surrounded with the enemies, the two nations, I mean, the three nations uh, came together to, to strike and to fight and to take over their inherited land. And Jehoshaphat made announcement, believe the Lord your God, and then he shall be established. In this war, you shall be established. That was what the announcement was meant. Believe you will be established. That means that you will succeed. You will defeat the enemy. 
And the Bible says, I said, believe now the prophet, and then you shall prosper. So the two words combined together, you establish, and then you prosper. That was the testimony of Jehoshaphat and Judah. And I want to announce to somebody that that is your testimony. Amen. So in the key point, in the eight key point solution to the storm of life, we look into number one, that solution, you know, the key point solution came from the word solution, the acronym of solution. And then we have looked into number one as sanctification, that first letter, letter is a sanctification. And that is the, the Lord told Joshua to speak to the children of Israel to prepare themselves. The word sanctification means prepare yourself, keep yourself well. Because tomorrow the Lord will meet with you. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. Sanctification is a first statement, the first key, the first requirement that was needed. Give me Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. It was a first requirement that was needed to overcome the, 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 the enemies that were coming against them. It was the first announcement that was needed for the children of Israel to enter into the promised land. It says, and Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is a first sanctification to get to the solution of life, the storm of life. And then number two is obedience. We have to obey God. We have to obey God. We have to obey him and do his will. Obedience is one of the key, one of the keys that we need in life to succeed. And the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse number 12, Deuteronomy chapter 10, uh, verse number 12, it says, and now Israel, what do the Lord thy God require of thee? Does he need your money? No. Does he need your money? No. Say it with confidence. Don't do as if you don't know. He doesn't need your money. And look at what he did. But to fear the Lord thy God and to walk in all his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, is only obedient child that can serve God. It's only obedient child that will love the Lord. It's only obedient child that will serve the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul. This obedience will not serve. And that is number two solution to the storm of life. Serve the Lord, fear the Lord. Number three solution to the storm of life. I'm not going to get all. It's uprightness, uprightness, upright. You must be upright, uprightness. Psalm 37 verse 37. You must be upright, you must be faithful, you must be truthful, you must do what is right with the Lord. You must do what is right with the Lord. He said, mark the perfect man and behold the upright for the end of that man is peace. The end of an upright man is testimony, nothing more than testimony. It's not the end of the upright man is peace, is joy, is a blessing. The end of that 
the righteous family is the blessings of God. Amen. Amen. Mark the end. Look at that man going there. Look at that man that is laboring in the in the kingdom. Look at that man that is that is doing the work of God, serving God with all his heart, struggling and winning soul. The end of him will be what peace, and that is our portion. Is somebody hearing me? Please, I want you to wake up because this morning the Holy Spirit is ministering something that is so awesome to us. I'm telling it myself. The next one is truthfulness. The next one is integrity. And then the last two that we have, we have to finish today is ordinances. Ordinances. Eight key points to the storm of life. So we want to look at solution number seven, ordinances. And um, we are made to understand in the book of uh, Exodus chapter 12, verse 14. Exodus chapter 12, verse number uh, 14. Here the Bible says, And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations, and you shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. We look at that under the Old Testament, God directed his children to keep certain festivals. And some of these festivals have become perpetual, that is lasting, memorial, and observance. A lasting ordinance something that will remain for another generation to continue with. So from then until now, Israel continues to observe a number of celebratory feasts, that is festival or rituals to commemorate the freedom or the redemptive act of God. And so in the church, in a new church, we also observe some services. Some services, or you may call it ordinances, um, services of remembrance to celebrate God, the great redemption under the new covenant through the Lord Jesus Christ. Like the manner the church also observes services of remembrance to celebrate God's great redemption under the new covenant. And that is true, Jesus Christ. And so we look at that. Just as Israel was directed to keep these ordinances, there are services, there are ordinances in the Bible that we are still celebrating today. We are still observing it today. And those ordinances, for instance, the Bible says in the book of uh, First Corinthians chapter 11, verse, uh, I mean, first, no, 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 oh, it's not. Don't go there. It's not the scripture I'm looking for. Now, let me show you. Go to First Corinthians chapter 11. Let me see whether that is what I'm looking for. Now, in Exodus that we have just read, 
The Bible says, I praise you, brethren. You remember me in all the things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. Okay. And then if you go to the next verse, what's the next verse saying? The next verse, the Bible said that I will have you know that the head of every man is Christ. That is not, that is not the scripture. Now look at Exodus chapter 12. Chapter 12 of verse 43. Let us look at, let us take it from there. Let us look at that ordinance from there. Now, in Exodus chapter 12, verse 43, it says, but I will have you know that, okay. And the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. Okay. The ordinance of the word, the Passover. Over the ordinance of the Passover, the ordinance of the Passover, they shall no stranger eat it. So the ordinance of the Passover, they shall no stranger eat that ordinance. There are two ordinances that the church, no matter which denomination that you are, is still celebrating today. And these two ordinances are the ordinance of the Passover, which we call the Lord's Supper. Amen. Amen. And the ordinance of baptism. Amen. Amen. The ordinance of baptism and the, the Passover. The ordinance of the Passover. For instance, the Lord gave a commandment in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18. Chapter 28, verse 18. Look at chapter 28, verse 18 about baptism. And the Bible says, and, and the Bible says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ahead, give me verse 20 and down there. And go ye therefore and teach all nations all what nation baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost that is the ordinance of baptism praise the lord hallelujah amen, amen. are we together yes praise the lord hallelujah. the ordinance of god baptism that has been there remember the ordinance that moses told the children of israel to keep in the book of exodus chapter 12 verse 43, <clears throat> that ordinance, now the Bible says in this, is that the Lord gave them commission, go ye therefore, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. And he went on to say, <clears throat> what is the next verse there? What is the next verse there? Teaching them to do what? To observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Observe that is ordinance, right? Praise the Lord. Keep the ordinance and know I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And now you see that ordinance fulfilled in the book of, uh, you see the practice of this ordinance in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 2, verse 8, chapter 2 of verse 38, Acts of Apostles, you see this ordinance. You see the practical aspect of this ordinance. In fact, it was started with John the Baptist did it, the baptism 
uh, repentance. And then the apostle now came in out of apostle chapter 2. Hey, can you give me out of apostle chapter 2, verse 20, 38, 38, please. <clears throat> verse 38, what does the Bible say? He said, then Peter said unto them, repent and be what? Be baptized every one of you in the world in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the word of the Holy Spirit. That is, a, that is the ordinance. That one of the ordinances, the ordinance of baptism. The apostles were, were given minded to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And so after they have got the commission, the power, the spirit to baptize, and when they came to, 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 to perform the actual uh, baptism, to perform the actual ceremony, the Bible says that Peter preached while he was preaching. And the people came to him and said, Peter, what shall we do? Because here they were convicted with the power of the word. And Peter advised them to baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus. But remember the commission. The instruction was go ye therefore and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Why does this man baptize in the name of Jesus? The commission, the instruction. Are we going to say that the the disciple disobey Christ? No. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because they're supposed to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But here they were baptized them. They baptized them. Peter told them, Go ye therefore. Uh, what does Peter say? He said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be what? Baptized. Every one of you in whose name? Can you say it louder? <laughs> Look at verse 42. I mean, verse 41 of that same. Verse 41. And then there that gladly received his word were you what? Baptized. And the same day they was, they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So the baptism uh, is one of the ordinances that the church is practicing today. Amen. The church is practicing today. I know there are many body of Christ or churches that doesn't do baptism. I do not know, but as long as you, you have discovered the truth in the Bible, stand by the truth. Praise the Lord. Baptize, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the apostle says, okay, we now discover who is the Lord, who is the Father, who is the Son, and who is the Holy Spirit. And his name is who? Jesus. You know, if I was Matthew, because that's the instruction was given in the book of Matthew. Amen. Amen. But the actual practice was in the book of Acts. So if I was Matthew, I would have asked Peter, why do you baptize? You know, you know, the Lord gave instruction that you should baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in my book. But now you come and do your own thing. You baptize in the name of Jesus. Why do you do that? Amen. Amen. <laughs> that, is a, that is not the message that I want to preach today, but I'm just trying to touch that area for us to know. 
And this is the ordinances, part of it. Now look at Act of Apostles, chapter 8. Chapter 8. Act of Apostles, chapter 8, verse 12. Chapter 8, verse 12. 12 to 13. And that when they believed, Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also, and he was baptized. He continued with Philip and wondered, wondered, beholding the miracle signs which were done. So everyone that believed in the resurrection power of Christ must go through that baptism. Amen. Amen. That ordinance is kept <clears throat> in the church till today. Now let us look at the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. The ordinance of the Lord's Supper. Here in the Bible, and uh, First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Verse 23. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Now look at verse 23. We're going to read to verse 26. You give me step by step. I have received of the Lord that which also I have delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And what happened? Took bread. Come on, go ahead. And when he had given thanks, he break it. And said, take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. You, this do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also he took the cup and when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as of, as he drink it in remembrance of me. Give me verse 26. And let's read verse 26 together. One, two, go. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye show the Lord's death till. Do you see that? Is there any duration there? No duration. Do it until you walk, he comes. So when you are taking a Lord's Supper, you are not taking it because it's a church doctrine. It's not a church doctrine. Mm -mm. Is Christ's doctrine. He taught the disciples. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's not the church doctrine. Mm -hmm. So these exactly. are the ordinances mm -hmm. that we have seen. Another ordinances that I've seen also in the Bible is this quick washing in the book of uh, John chapter 13. Chapter 13 of verse 17. So, <clears throat> uh, when you look at verse, verse 20, verse 21, he says, I tell you before I come, that when he is come to buy, okay, verse 20, very, very, I say unto you, he that received whomsoever, that is not, that is not verse 13. The sergeant said, you shall. And you call me master and Lord. And he said, well, for I, so I am. If then your Lord and master have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example 
Amen. Amen. You see verse 15 there, verse 15. Hello, George. Verse 15. Let's go to verse 15. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Go ahead to verse 16. Very, very, everyone read with me. Very, very, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is he that sent greater than he that sent him. Verse 17. If ye know this thing, happy are ye if ye do what to them. Amen. Amen. You see the two other that those are the if I was just talking about the two that is it, the third one. So these ordinances are practiced in the church. And this cannot be done until you understand what is what it is about. Praise the Lord. So this is part of the solution to the body of Christ. A solution to the storm of life. You must observe this ordinance. These ordinances must be observed. How will you be in the church? And then you are a child of God. You are not baptized. And you don't know anything about baptism. You don't want to be baptized. It's just unfortunate. And, and you, you, just, you just take Holy Communion as a ritual. It's a church ceremony. We do it. It's a doctrine. We do it every first Sunday because our church will eat Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. It's a Lord's Supper. That when you partake of it, you are partaking with Christ. You are eating the angelic food, the same food that the children of this world were eating in the wilderness for 40 years. And their legs was not swollen. Amen. That is the food you are eating. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. So don't take this just like the church doctrine. It's a ritual. And like the word of Jesus, whatever you do in faith works for you. If you don't believe it, it's not going to work because nobody can force faith on you. I can preach, but I will not force faith. I don't impose faith on you. What you believe is what you see. Amen. Amen. A common saying and the scripture I said, whatever you sow is what you reap. Praise the Lord. So that is ordinances. And I've given you the two ordinances that came out from, from what? From that ordinance, uh, from, yes, from the ordinances. I've given you two, uh, uh, I mean, about three things there that came out from there. So solution number eight, nourishment. Solution number eight, solution to the storm of life. Solution number eight, nourishment. And let us just call it spiritual nourishment. Don't just say nourishment. Just speak it, spiritual nourishment. Now let us look at First Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Timothy 4, bodily exercise profited little. I wanted the church to read. Look at that. Praise the Lord. Let's read together. For bodily exercise profited little. But godliness is profited unto all things. Stop there. Godliness is profited unto what? All things. That is no limitation. Amen. Amen. Hello, church. Hello. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profited into all things and having promised of the life that now is and of that which is to come. What next? Which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of acceptation. Bodily exercise profited little. That means that the physical exercise, the physical training has some value. It has some value, but godliness has value unlimited. Amen. Godliness has value unlimited. So spiritual nourishment is that spiritual exercise that has Unlimited values. Amen. Amen. In the physical, we all need, we need food for the body. We need food. You know, when you say food, you need all, uh, all types of food to eat for the body. We need oranges, we need apples, we need bread. We need all kinds of natural things that God has caused to become, to come up out of the ground. All this food that God has made came out from the ground. So we need them. When we eat them in the right way, in the right amount, the right balance, good health is right. When we eat this good food in the right way, the right amount, the balance diets, and then the body will respond very well. Praise the Lord. Now, when we do not eat, our body will begin to get weak, get tired, weaken every day when we don't eat it in the right way. For many of us, the main things that when we don't eat food, we get hunger, we get weak. Our knee begins to feel a bit weak and no energy. But when the body cries for food, what happens? We feel emptiness. You stay hungry for quite a long time and you have no food. You feel emptiness. And then you begin to have the stomach running. Weakness in the muscles, sleeplessness or sleepness, mm -hmm. or when it's long enough, you begin to have fainlessness, headache, and so many things can happen. And so we need to continue to feed our physical body at all times. We need to feed our physical body at all times. And so as we feed our physical body at all times, we need to feed our spiritual body, not just the physical. Amen. We need to continue to feed our body physically, I mean spiritually, for us to have spiritual strength. Praise the Lord. And that's why the Bible says that bodily exercise profited what? Little. But mm -hmm. godliness 
is provident unto all things. When you begin to eat spiritual and balanced diet, you begin to feed yourself with the word of God. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8. Verse number 8, the Bible says in verse number 8, Joshua chapter 1, this book of the law shall not depart. How come thy mouth that thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest be observed to do according to that that is written therein, for then shall thou do what? Make thy way. Amen? Make thy way what? Prosperous. Do not allow this food to depart out of thy mouth. If you want to go far, if you want to have victory, if you want to overcome the enemy, do not allow this food of the law, the book of the law, I call it the food of the law not to depart out of thy mouth. Just as you continue to drink water, drink the food of the Lord, which is the word of God. Just as you continue to eat the food, the physical food, for physical nourishment, eat spiritual food. If you want to become, overcome the storm of life, who want to overcome the storm of life? Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. So when our body begins to cry for food, mm -hmm. we feel emptiness when there is no food. Yes. I've stomach problem, weakness in the body, the muscles mm -hmm. and even sleepness. If it goes too long enough, faintness, headache may arise. So what mm -hmm. do we do? We have to feed ourselves spiritually so that we don't faint. Yes. Amen. So that we don't get weak in the spirit. We have to feed our spirit so that our muscles will be stronger. We build our muscles up. So that we don't encounter any type of trouble like that. We have to feed our spiritual life with the word of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Spiritual malnutrition, malnutrition man. So when we are malnourished. When we are malnourished, here the Bible makes us to know that malnourishment can be caused by so many things. When we are spiritually malnourished in the life, life of the believer, you starve yourself with spiritual malnourishment. That is the absence of the word of God out of your heart. The absence of meditation of the word, the absence of prayer, no faith, nothing. And then there is no the food you are eating is 
they are just eating junk food. You know, there's spiritual junk food. Praise the Lord. Do we know there are spiritual junk food? We don't know. Okay, let me show you. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 3. Look at spiritual junk food here. And we're going to read together. Let us read. God, I have set you with me. And not with me. For I doubt you to heal ye were not able to hear ye. Neither yet now are ye able. Go ahead. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you, what? Envy. What did I ask you before? John Four. When our spirit is malnourished, this is the result. What is the result? Number one, MB. What is number two? Say it louder. Let me hear you. Number three. And I'm not canon and what as men. So when you begin to eat this junk food, these are the evidence of eating spiritual junk food. Amen. Envy, strife, division, jealousy, backbiting, quarrelsome. Amen. Amen. There is no happiness. And so you begin to see the spiritual weakness that appear because those are the evidence of sin. Evidence of what? Sin. You begin to see anger. Amen. Amen. When you are malnourished. Amen. That is the absence of the word of God. You don't eat the real food. Go back to that very text. Look at what he says in verse 2. He said, but I have what? I have fed you with milk. Paul is saying to the, to, to the Corinthians, I have fed you. I've given you the word of God. I fed you with, with milk and not with meat. But even up to this time, all my effort, you're still not able to carry it. What is wrong? With all the effort. And then he went on to say, when there is this malnourishment in the life of a believer, spiritual witness appears because of sin. Then you begin to see the, the anger, the spirit of anger. Depression comes up. Discouragement, gloominess. Some people are not happy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter, they can only happy for a few minutes. You see them smiling for a few minutes. The next moment, oh, something will turn over. The evidence is that you are malnourished. What do I say? Say it louder. They have not been fed properly. That's why you see that anger coming to you like, like if you carry the whole trouble of this world. Malnourishment, spiritual malnourishment. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. I love this part. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you begin to see that spiritual malnourishment will begin to show up in the life of the believers. That is, you are not eating balanced diet, you are harmful to diets. Harmful to diets that begin to graduate and begin to move forward step by step, step by step. And then you begin to see all the appearance of depression, discouragement, loneliness, bitterness, hatred, resentment, self-pity, helplessness. Praise the Lord. You see how some people, while they are talking to you, they are just talking, they begin to cry. Amen. Amen. They start to cry. Self-pityness. They pity themselves. Mm. There is solution in Christ Jesus. Let me say this. Rather, I'm clear. There is solution in what? In Christ Jesus. And that solution is what we are talking about now. Pick up the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Feed yourself with the word of God. Feed yourself with psalms and songs. Feed yourself with prayer. Feed yourself with the power of the Holy Spirit. You will not be malnourished. Amen. I believe this is the real food. Amen. You see, bitterness, hatred, resentment, self-pityness, Helplessness, envy, jealousy, family conflict. There is nothing happening in the family that started for mm. spiritual malnourishment. Amen. Amen. Argument. Husband and wife, divorce. Drunkenness. I want to get myself. I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy my life. Drunkenness. Mm. And other addictions. In most mm. cases, competitiveness. They always want to compete. When you see those signs, listen to me. When you see these signs, you know something is wrong. Mm. Amen. Amen. Something Amen. is wrong. It's being malnourished. It's mm -hmm. not closer to the world. Competitiveness. Jesus. Amen. 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 And then you begin to see withdrawal. What do you say? Withdrawal. They begin to withdraw. Gradually. Mm -hmm. If they were coming closer to you, they begin to withdraw. The relationship okay. is cut off. Oh. Trying to withdraw from you. Jesus. Withdraw. Withdraw. Yes, Spiritual malnourishment. Malnourishment. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> May the Lord help us. Amen. I say, may the Lord help us. Yes, my Lord. So here we see that when we begin to recognize this and see this happening in the life of a believer, you know, this is all about the absence of the word of God, absence of the yes. things of God. The Bible talks about meditation. Say, if you want to prosper. Pick this book, this book of the Lord shall not be part out of thy mouth. Meditate day in and night. Then you shall make your way prosperous. So mm -hmm. our spirit need daily food, frequent food. 
-hmm. We need to be malnourished. I mean, we need to be eating constant food, balanced diets of the world, the balanced diets of the world. The word of God has a balanced diet. If you look at the book of Jeremiah, chapter 15, verse 16, chapter 15 of verse 16 of Jeremiah, chapter 15, verse 16, here the Bible says, look at what the Bible says, and the word were found, and I do what? I did eat them. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. And what happened? Read the next thing. What happened then? And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by the name of the Lord of hosts. Thy word were found. I discovered thy word. And Jeremiah do it and said, I eat them just like you are eating the physical food. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Amen. Amen. When I discover that word, I put it in my system. It becomes a part of me. Amen. Amen. How will then the enemy come against you? Amen. Amen. Put it in my system and I begin to enjoy it. I begin to enjoy it. May the Lord help us. Amen. May the Lord help us. Amen. Somebody shout Amen. hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this season of spiritual food, the priest has something to offer the church. A preacher has something to give to the church. That is why I spend my time to share this word with you. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 34, if I don't do this, chapter 4, verse 1, chapter 34, verse 1, Ezekiel, chapter, Numbers, chapter 34, verse 1. Let me show you the duty of the priest. And the Bible says, chapter 34, verse 1, we're going to read to verse 6. It's a long read. It says, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, son of man, Prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. The shepherd of what? Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus says the Lord God unto the shepherds. Go ahead. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves and should not, and should not the shepherd feed the flocks. Amen. Woe to those shepherds. Those that are standing in the pulpit to preach, who only feed themselves? How do they feed themselves? Oh dear, I prophesy to you, they, they, they put their the offering basket. If you bring one thousand dollars, the Lord is going to bless you with miracle. It's a miracle purchased with one thousand. Hello, church. No. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, if you just drop one thousand here in this place, bring, you know, I, 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 I told you I was in a church conference some years back. This man came up into the church, and I'm saying this in the Facebook. Maybe he will hear so that I can change. He came up. They introduced him. They called him. A, uh, was it a prophet or apostle? You know all these big titles which I don't really understand. 
He came up as the dust came up. He started running from one corner of the house to the last day. He's moving around, moving around. He just mentioned in one chapter of the Bible and it was not read. And then he pointed at the woman, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The Lord showed me something. Your husband, your husband is coming to you. Your husband is coming to you. Your husband, then the woman started shouting. Uh, uh, and then, and the next one, he said, I see a, 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 a brand new key, a car key that is given to you. He's going to drop it in your in mailbox. And I said, look at this, look at this. I, I shouldn't be a part of this. This is a just my spirit. Mm. Amen. 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 They said themselves, that's what the Bible says, go to the shepherds of this world and do fit themselves. It's not talking about the shepherd of this world, the shepherd of today. Amen. Amen. The shepherd of the new church that go to them that set themselves should not the shepherd see the flaws. Yeah, the fat. And they close you with the wool. You kill them that are fed, but ye fed not the flock. The disease has been not strengthened. Ah, praise the mm -hmm. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you preach about prosperity. Preach about money. How you can bring, uh, 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 you know, there was a time uh, mm -hmm. a pastor came to the church here. We used to be at, uh, where was it? We used to be at the uh, homestead there in uh, Operation Breakthrough. He just came and I uh, gave him the pulpit to, to preach. I was preaching, and the next thing he called a congregation. Everybody should come with $200. And uh, I was so furious because it's not our system, it's not my system. I don't do that. If you want to give, give willingly. If the Lord blesses you, you give. If you don't want to give, we don't force anybody to give. God has people that will give willingly. Am I right? Praise the Lord. You don't have to force you, but if you know the reason why you should give, the reason why you should pay your tithe, you pay. But I will educate you the importance of those things. That nobody will force you. Amen. 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 Somebody shout hallelujah. So this man call everybody to come up with $200. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, it was very embarrassing to me because I was so embarrassed. I was so troubled mm -hmm. because it's not our method in the church. I don't like that. But how yeah. to stop him from doing that? I said, let him finish. So people came up. I remember mm -hmm. I still have a picture of Bujeji. It was very small. He came out. I think she came out to his account and he has changed it. change your theology, I don't know any of them. So he came out and brought something. At the end, I gave this pastor an offering. Do you know what he says to me? He says that he counted the number of people and how much they came with the $200. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't believe myself that somebody can say this. I said to him, that is what I've given you. And I, I said, there is no way that that man can step in this place. If you step in North Carolina, you can't come to this church. And if you come, I will put you at the back. You can't get the number of people, and the people that came, you know, the 200 people were just 
out of maybe out of embarrassment, just come and drop, take envelope and drop one dollar inside. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, the deceased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken, neither have ye brought a cane that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost, but with force. With what? Force. Everyone read that. With force and with quality have ye ruined them. And they were scattered because there is no word shepherd. God forbid. That is not what we preach. We preach the message of love. Amen. The message of love, message of salvation. You believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Believe the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And they became fit to all the beasts of the field. Oh God. These people that you have scattered, you have not touched them. You have not given them the word. You have not fed them with the word. They're all scattered. And the, the beasts of the, the earth pursued them and destroyed them. He said, when they were scattered, my sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yeah, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did sage or seek after them. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants us to be fed with proper word, balance. Diets of the world. Balanced diets of the world. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Acts of Apostles, it says that the, the people, what does the people say? It's in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 2, verse 42. Here the Bible says, and they continued steadfastly. They do what? Continued steadfastly. In the fellowship, doctrine, and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. And what happened next? And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Amen. Amen. I tell you, as we continue to fellowship together, yes. the Lord will do wonders in your life. Amen. Amen. As we continue to be steadfast with God, miracle will happen. Amen. Blessing will come. Amen. Deliverance will take place. The power of God will show up. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Finally, give me Isaiah 25 verse 6. Isaiah 25 verse 6. Let's read together. Hallelujah. And in this mountain. Amen. Let's pray together. One God. Amen.
in this way is mango. Shall the Lord answer your prayer? Amen. I said, in this mountain, shall the Lord answer your prayer? Amen. I want you to keep standing. In this mountain, shall the Lord answer your prayer? Amen. Are you hearing me or you are struggling with it? I say, in this mountain, shall the Lord answer your prayer? Amen. It shall be in this mountain that miracle will take place in your life. In this mountain that the Lord will deliver you from the plan of the wicked. Amen. It shall be in this mountain that the Lord will bless you and enlarge your territory. Amen. It shall be in this mountain that the Lord will open the fruit of womb and give you children. Amen. It shall be in this mountain that the Lord will prosper you. Amen. It shall be in this mountain that you will succeed in every realm of life. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. I say somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. In this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all the people a feast, a banquet, a feast of fattings. In this mountain shall the Lord give victory to people. Amen. And I see God giving you victory. Amen. I see the Lord releasing victory into your hand. I say there is victory into your hand. There is victory in your home. There is victory in your life. It will be in this mountain that the Lord will give you victory. It's going to be breakthrough and miracles, signs and wonders. It shall be in this mountain that the Lord will heal the sick. It is in this mountain that the blind eyes will be opened. It will be in this mountain that the Lord will save the lost. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible said this and steadfastly, they continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrines and breaking of bread and signs and wonders happened. They did say they, they visited steadfastly. He said it continued. There was no break. Amen. Amen. They continued steadfastly in the breaking of what bread and fellowship. The Lord performed signs and wonders. Let there be no break in your fellowship with God. Amen. Let me tell you this. You don't have a break. I want to grant praise and fire. Don't you are not tired. Ask God for strength. It's not tiredness. Don't break away from the fellowship. Stand strong. Give me that answer of apostle again, chapter 2, of verse 42 and 43, probably verse 44. Also, the Bible says, and they continue steadfastly in the apostle doctrine. This is very, very important. This is a key. Don't break away, Amen. don't stop by the road. You have to run till you get to the finishing line. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You cannot be declared a winner if you don't go to the finishing line. You must run to the end. You must be steadfast. You must be willing to walk. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible said they continue steadfastly in the apostle doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in what? Prayers. And in what? You see the reason why we 
How many things are that? Fellowship. Number two is what? Breaking of bread. Number three is what? Prayers. And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believes were together and had all things in what? In common. There is no division here. Amen. 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 I said there is no division here. Amen. This is the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm, I'm only here as a servant of God. Amen. Only here as a servant. He called me to serve. And I'm ready to serve. Praise the Lord. So it will be in this mountain that you will see that miracle. Come back to that, Isaiah. We're going to pray that scripture. Every morning we're going to pray. You're going to pray for the desire of your heart. Going to pray. Isaiah 25, verse 6. You're going to lift up your voice and declare your stand in this mountain. I will succeed. In this mountain, I will succeed. I will be established. It will be in this mountain that I will have my testimony. I, I want you to pray that perfectly. I want you to pray perfectly. If you have not been praying well, I want you to pray this prayer. The Bible says the fathers pray of the righteous are very much. Lift up your voice to heaven and say, Father, in this mountain I must have my miracle. In this mountain, I must have my miracle children. In this mountain, I will have my miracle. I will have my breakthrough. In this mountain, I will receive my, my breakthrough, my healing. It will be in this mountain. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Everybody begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Begin to declare in this mountain. I shall not go back without a miracle, without a testimony. In this mountain, my testimony is coming. Lift up your voice, somebody. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. I will have my miracle here. I will have my deliverance. In this mountain, so God, my healing will come. I declare my healing, I declare my healing. I declare my healing, Kabraka, Kabraka, Rekeke Broko Shaka, Kabraka, Rekeke Broko Shikabraka, Kabraka, Rabba Baba, Rekeke Broko, lift up your voice and begin to declare, 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 let heaven hear you that you are standing strong in this mountain. You are standing strong in this mountain. You are standing up for your miracle. You believe God for your breakthrough. You believe God for your breakthrough. Don't be tired. Just continue, continue, continue to seek God. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Abraka. Reke kebrokoshita kabraka. Reke kebrokoshita kabraka. Rababa koshita kabraka. Reke kabraka. Rababa koshita mababa. Jesus, it will be this mountain of God. In this mountain, my testimony, my testimony is coming. I receive my testimony. Begin to declare. Receive your testimony. And now begin to receive it. Because he's coming, he's coming. He's coming into your hands. He's coming into your hands. Lift up your voice to heaven. And say, Lord, in this mountain. Lord, in this mountain. Lord, in this mountain. I receive my testimony. I receive my testimony. My healing, my healing, Kabraka. Reke, 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 reke
Lift up your voice to heaven, O God. People of God, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice to heaven. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Going to pray again. The Bible says, in righteousness that shall be established. That is to have a firm foundation. And you will be far away from oppression of the devil. So whatever that was troubling you will stay back. I said, whatever that was troubling you will stay back. Whatever that was tormenting you will stay back. Because now you are established. So once you are established, Isaiah 54 verse 14, you are far away, you are far away from satanic oppression, from the plan of the wicked. In righteousness shall thou shall be established and thou shall be found from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. And no terror, nothing that will come nigh thee. So you're going to lift up your voice and say, Lord, as I am standing, O God, and I declare my stand in the name of Jesus, that by the righteousness of God, the righteousness of Christ Jesus, I am established. I am established in righteousness from today. Far the oppression of the devil is far away from me. Devils, you are far away from me. You have no power over my life. You have no power over my family. You have no power over my health. You have no power over my children. Lift up your voice and begin to declare. Begin to declare. I am established. I have been established in God's righteousness. I have been established in Christ's righteousness. By the righteousness of Christ, I have been established. Therefore, I declare that I am far away, far away from the oppression of the enemy, far away from sickness and diseases, every commitment in my life, every plan of the wicked, every point of the enemy, every force of darkness, in the name of Jesus, I declare that I am far away. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice to heaven. Jesus. Jesus. Thank 
The Bible says the seed, that, that is not the scripture, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. So if you are a righteous, you are the seed of the righteous. Jesus Christ has made us to become righteousness through the redemptive blood of the Lord, the redemptive blood of Jesus. So he has made us righteousness in him. Therefore, as a seed of the righteous, I declare in the name of Jesus that you shall be brought, you shall be delivered. Amen. I declare in the name of Jesus as a seed of the righteous, you shall be delivered. Amen. You shall be delivered from the plan of the wicked. I say you shall be delivered from the plan of the wicked. In this season of pandemic, you are delivered. You shall be delivered from the plan of the wicked, from sickness and diseases. You are delivered from the sword of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. You are the seed of the righteous God. Therefore, I declare you are deliverance. I said, I declare you are deliverance from curses. I declare you are deliverance. No Jerusalem curse will be mentioned against you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the book of First Peter chapter 3, verse number 12. The Bible made us to know First Peter chapter 3, verse number 12. First Peter chapter 3, verse number 12. Here the Bible made us to know. That the eyes of the Lord pays attention. He says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Amen. Amen. Why is the eyes of the Lord over the righteous? To take care of them. And he says, and his ears are open to their prayers. Lift up your hands to heaven. I declare that the eyes of the Lord is looking at you. Watching over your life. You yes. shall not be stranded. Amen. I said you yes. shall not be stranded. His ears are attentive to every prayers you offer. The prayer you pray today, the Lord answer you. Heaven will bring the answer to you. In the name of Jesus. And whoever that is against you, every evil against you. I stand here by the power of Jesus Christ to destroy them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He says in the book of Psalms, chapter 5, verse 12, the Lord will bless the righteous. May the Lord bless you. I said, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless the fruit of your womb. May the Lord bless the fruit of your womb. I said, may the Lord bless the fruit of your womb. May the Lord bless your children. May the Lord bless the work of your heart. May the Lord bless the work of your heart. May the Lord bless your career. May the Lord bless your health. In the name of Jesus. For the Lord will bless the righteous. With favor, with thou compassion as a shield, the favor of God is upon you. In the name of Jesus, I say the favor of God is upon you. 
I declare today the favor of God is upon you. The Bible says these signs have followed everyone that believes. And because mm -hmm. you believe in the name of Jesus, I declare these signs to follow you. These signs shall follow you. I said these signs shall follow you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. These signs shall follow you. These signs shall follow you. In the name of Jesus. These signs shall follow you. In the name of Jesus. These signs shall follow you. You shall be a testimony. In the name of Jesus. You are established. You are settled. In the name of Jesus. He has blessed you. Bless the fruit of your womb. Bless your handwork. In the name of Jesus, these signs shall follow you. In the name of Jesus, I declare blessing. I declare blessing. You are blessed. Going out and coming in. The fruit of the womb is blessed. You are established. Settled. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we magnify your name. Jesus, Jesus, we worship you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm number 34, verse number 17. If it says in Psalm 34, verse number 17, he says the righteous cry, and the Lord hear it. Amen? You know the Lord answers you. The righteous cry, and the Lord hear it. And deliver them out of all their troubles. Ah, somebody shout hallelujah. Every affliction you are delivered. Those afflictions is no longer your portion anymore. All your, the Bible says, all your trouble. May the Lord deliver you from every trouble. Trouble in the left, you are delivered. On the right, you are delivered. In the west, you are delivered. From the south, you will be delivered. From the east, you will be delivered. From the north, the trouble you are delivered. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We worship your God. We magnify your name. Take all the glory. Receive all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And let me just tell out this, amen. 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 Put on your hands together for Jesus. Put on your hands together. Put on your hands together. Oh, Father, we worship your God. Father, we magnify your name. Jesus, we worship you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 2020, 2021. 2021. I shall be a partaker of the Lord's fullness on the earth. 2021. Surely, God's goodness and grace shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.